0: What's good, Universal Sports Hub? Big Yeggs hosting the Dallas Cowboys edition of 32 Teams in 32 Days. Today, we got a little, little bit of a lighter crew on tap. Got Smooty Wop here with me and Colin, 2Ls. What's going Remember on? Remember that, people.
1: Miss you, Rick. What's Miss up, you? boys? What's, up? What's going on?
0: Fortunately, Ricky had some duties to take care of, he's Pop- buying some juice. Yeah, he might be. He might be juice shopping. He might be out in San Frank getting some corny wine coolers. We're, we, we don't know what he's up to, but there's something involving juice or wine, knowing that dork. All right, so what's going on, boys? Dallas Cowboys coming off an NFC East championship, or title, I should say, because they don't win championships. Uh, so what do we feel about this team? I personally, I think this team's still pretty good. Uh, they have a lot to take care of in terms of contracts. We'll get into that. But overall, you look at that football team, I I still think they're a really good football team that's going to push not only for the NFC East to win it again, but could also push for any type of playoff spot.
1: So there's two ways to break the Dallas Cowboys down. You break the Dallas Cowboys down with Ezekiel Elliott, or do you want to break them down without Ezekiel Elliott? So. You tell me what you want to get into first.
0: I think Zeke will eventually be there. I think within the next week or so, there's going to be a contract worked out or some type of agreement to get him in the camp. Report came out earlier from Schefter that his weight's in the low 220s, lightest he's been since his rookie season. Seems like he's pretty lean and ready to go. So I don't think – and Zeke, I mean, let's be honest. And if he's not the best running back, he's second, third at worst. Like this, this guy's an absolute workhorse. He's a monster – you gotta pay him because he's one of those guys I just don't think's gonna break down anytime soon. I
1: think you have to pay him because the quarterback situation. I'm not sitting here saying Dak Prescott is absolutely garbage or he's below average, but Dak Prescott, you've seen it when Ezekiel Elliott was suspended. He's not as good. He doesn't have a running back to hide his flaws, and when you make him throw, I mean, it's kind of like a field day on Dak Prescott. I mean, I'm not. I'm. It might sit here saying that. I it might seem like I'm bashing him, but let's by all means. Dak Prescott, I think he's an above average quarterback. I think he could play at a high level. He's played in big games. He's won them big games. Hey, two out of two two cha- uh, division titles in three years. I mean that's impressive for a guy who uh, just stepped into the Dallas Cowboys quarterback role and just he just took off. But I mean without Zeke, I. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I feel like uh, Dak, you know, is a is a good quarterback. He showed that, but I feel like having Elliott definitely take, like you said, takes workload off of him. And also now that they lost, um, what's uh, slot receiver? Oh, oh Beasley. Uh, Co- Beasley. Remember
0: we were ripping him up on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Now that now that they lost Beasley, um, I know he's got Cooper. But still and I Witten's feel like back. Witten's back, but you know, Witten's back. Uh, <laughs> I feel like though <laughs> they we need he needs there. Elliot. He needs Elliot though, like just to Well let me
0: pose this question to you guys. Actually. Obviously without Zeke, he's gonna take somewhat of a step back, but will he actually take a step back? I mean he's got Witten back. I mean he had him when Zeke was missing games two years ago for his suspension. Uh, he doesn't have Cole Beasley, who was a safety blanket, and helping him with the shorter and out routes. Does Amari Cooper make help, make that difference? Does he close that gap of Dak Prescott falling off in terms of Ezekiel Elliott not being there? Does Amari Cooper make up for that? Because that connection was, they were insanely good. Amari Cooper put up numbers that people were expecting him to put up in Oakland for a couple years now.
1: Amari had seven or 800 yards in nine games for the Dallas Cowboys last year with Ezekiel Elliott. Now, without him, you can kind of game plan it around Amari Cooper. It's a lot easier. You don't have your check down blanket Cole Beasley anymore. Yes, you have Jason Witten, but he sat out an entire year. That's not good for a guy to sit out an entire year and and then just come back.
0: Witten's an all-time great tight end, though. Do you think he'll be able to just make that transition back I smoothly? I think he'll be fine. I, I just don't, don't think he'll be like an impact player. I, don't I think, think he'll that, be good. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't think you ever lose the smarts for the game. It's, it's that your conditioning, it's got to be on a different level. We don't know if Whitten was sitting just in the booth. I mean, I'm sure he was doing football workouts, but it's not to the extent of an NFL level, was it? Me, I wouldn't say that. I I don't know if Whitten would be that security blanket. So who's the security blanket without Ezekiel Elliott there? Because then they can game plan for Cooper. So with Cooper, though, I I mean, with Zeke, sorry, I believe Cooper will break 1,200 yards.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I think he's poised to do what he was doing last year. Maybe not much of a fall off. Maybe, who knows? Maybe he gets better.
2: Yeah, and if he gets a full season in with Dak, you know.
0: Full off season to get the playbook true. in now, they get their timing down a, of- a little bit more. I mean, not that it didn't look good last year, but I well that was just a question I have for you guys. So we're gonna move on to the defensive side of the ball and they've got some they've got some guys that can wreak havoc over there. You got the Marcus Lawrence who got his contract about twenty what's it? 20-something, 20 24 million, whatever it is, a year, five years, 105. Leighton Van Der Esch coming off an, a sensational rookie year. Jalen Smith, probably the fastest linebacker in the game at this point. Byron Jones, like, they have guys over there that can make plays at any given moment, at any given time. I I like Dallas's defense a lot. As much as it may pain me to say, like, I think Dallas has one of the best cores on defense in the league.
1: The, the Dallas Cowboys have... A good front seven. Now their secondary, besides Byron Jones, is questionable. So if you go over the top, you 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 can make some big plays on them. Um, they they neglected that for a long time. Um, just over the years, they they just just can't seem to find a safety, free safety, um, or get one in the free agent market. So that's where you can explo- exploit when you're going against this defense. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Leighton Van Esch. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. Jalen Smith, he battled injuries early in his career, and then, boom. I mean, like Kev said, he might be the fastest linebacker in the game. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, I mean, he's a freak. He's freaked freak. The Dallas Cowboys defense is good, but if there's any flaw in that defense, it's that secondary.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I look at their team, and, I, and you go to nickel-and-dime personnel – you have Sean Lee sitting out majority, probably sixty percent of the snaps. That's a guy sitting out, one of their all-time great playmakers on the defensive side of the ball, The oh, tackling machine. I know he's getting even a little even... older in his age and he's getting a little banged up, but like, they have three, they have one of the best, if not the best, linebacker trios in the NFL. Yeah, like it's going to be tough to run against that team because their front's very stout. Mm-hmm. But like Colin said, I mean, the only thing is, will you have time to let those routes develop? That pass rush, they get after you. They get after you. They're a very, very sound defensive football team. They proved it last year. They had some very strong games. I mean, basically, they shut down the New Orleans Saints, and they were coming off, what, a 48-point game? Yeah. Shut them down.
1: I mean, nobody heard of Leighton Van Der Esch and then Jalen and Jalen Smith, really, until that Saints game. And then that Dallas defense was like, oh, shit, we can actually ball against a top team, and they just took off. And that's when this defense build confidence and when a defense like this has confidence just makes it fun to play, easier to play and it's gonna make it harder for offenses to score.
0: Yeah, I the one thing Dallas does really well and I think this is in like in line of wanting or needing Zeke back, they control the time of possession and that defense can get off the field quick. Mm-hmm. They can get off the field very quick, and that's a combination for success in the NFL. And they're built very well in the offensive line, as we've known for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good offensive line, led by Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, and company. Tyron Smith, like they, they're built well in the trenches. Their defense is very good, and when they're all there on offense, I mean, they're still they're tough to stop. They're they're fairly complete football team right now. But they have some they have to figure out the contract
1: situation. So that's the thing is figuring out the contract situations because they could right now, Zeke has two years left on his deal. They could franchise tag Dak Prescott this year and then the following year, right? And then when his two franchise tags are up, if Zeke don't get a deal and he just signs um I mean just stays with his rookie deal, they could franchise tag Zeke. Amari Cooper needs a deal. And Amari so, Cooper yeah. needs a deal. And Dak Prescott wants forty million dollars. So be honest with you. I don't know if any quarterback right now in the NFL is worth 40 million dollars besides Patrick Mahomes, right? And I think that kid can make 50 million dollars a year. He's, the, I think Patrick Mahomes is that good. But this is about the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, if I had to put a price tag on him,
0: I think he's worth about 24. He's gonna get 25 to 30, and I think it's honestly gonna be a little north of 30. You look at what Carson Wentz got, and there's no doubt in his mind once he's seen that news and seen the numbers, he was like. Any contract I'm signing is more than that. So, no. There's no doubt about it. That's nope. what quarterbacks do nowadays. They want to one-up and be the highest paid. That's why he asked for 40 because they probably weren't even offering him what he originally wanted, which may have been a little more than once, maybe around 35 a year. So, I think that I, it's, it's a tough situation that they just haven't seen to figure out or play. It hasn't played out well just yet. So, I want to pose this question to you guys. Dak, Zeke, and Amari all need contracts who are you giving them to? Two out of three. If you had to pick two out of three, who are you giving those contracts to?
2: I think you got to go Elliott and Dak, just because if you lose Dak, then you're quarterback, you have no quarterback. So that's an important position. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I, I definitely think Elliott, though, has to be priority over Dak.
0: I agree. See, Smoot, I 100% agree with you there. I don't think they can afford to lose Zeke by any means. It sucks if you had to lose Cooper after giving up a first-round pick, but hey, that's a shot you take in the NFL. You have to take those chances to get to that next level, is what ultimately is what Dallas is trying to accomplish. I mean, even if you had to pay Dak 35 a year, as much as I don't think he would be worth that money, you did see the Cowboys were able to have some success when they had – Dak and Zeke, before Amari came. Amari took that offense to another level. Yep. You could figure it out. Maybe use a pick in the draft. Maybe you hit a home run on one of those first round or second round, third round wide receivers. Well, who knows how that works out? Maybe you get a guy diamond in the rough and undrafted. Maybe you sign a guy for a solid deal on free agency. Who knows how that could play out? But I agree with you 100%. I think it has to be the quarterback because it's the most important position in sports. And I think I would I think every day of the week I'll take Zeke over Amari Cooper. I'm gonna pose this question to you. Well answer uh, the question first and then go on to that because I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Oh, I agree with you one hundred percent. The quarterback position is the most important position in football. And I mean could you go the Amari Cooper route? Absolutely you could be okay with that because you don't need a Russian champion to win a Super Bowl, but there's you don't find Ezekiel Elliott's every draft. They don't just walk rare. in no, they yeah they they are very rare, um, so that's why I'd go Dak and Zeke. But I mean, if you're the Cowboys, I could really see them rolling with Dak and Cooper and letting Zeke walk after his contract's I, I, up. I it is hard to see it, but I I I could I I really could. I just don't know if Jerry Jones will bite the bullet and pay him that money.
0: It's hard for me to ever envision the Dallas Cowboys now without Ezekiel Elliott there until he retires.
1: Exactly or like Dak Prescott.
0: I could see it. I think Zeke's on another level. Like I can't see the Cowboys for the next eight to ten years without Ezekiel Elliott. I could see a potential situation unfolding where Dak Prescott's not there. Uh, That's just me.
1: I just I don't know. Maybe if they get a quarterback, I I doubt it be a free agency unless Dak's a free agent and they hit on a better one, or they find just this kid in the draft that they just absolutely love. I I don't see it. I think Dak will stay there. I think Dak's a cowboy for life.
2: Yeah, I
0: agree. Honestly. I mean, I I I genuinely agree with you. I'm just saying, if there was one, I think Zeke would be the one that I see there his whole career over Dak. Oh, you were
1: telling me to pick one? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, what was your question you wanted to get into?
1: So, this is a Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott uh, question.
0: Both NFC
1: division rivals, both quarterbacks. Carson Wentz gets the deal first. Did Howie Roseman make that deal to put Jerry Jones in this tight predicament right now? No. Or did Howie do it because he knows how good Carson is and can be in this NFL and he just wanted to lock his quarterback up?
2: I think Howie did it because, I mean, obviously Carson proved he's great. But also the Eagles had stuff going on at quarterback where they needed Wentz to know that he was the guy for sure in his head before the season starts. So that's why I feel like they went that route.
0: I agree with Smootin to elaborate on that. I think it was also, you see the deals like Russell Wilson got, his extension. You see these numbers quarterbacks are starting to get. I think they wanted to get in on this early. So that deal that they gave him will look better as the years start to unfold um but guys it's prediction time. Let's let's see what we think about the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. Smooth record, playoffs, no, what, what how far are they going to go? Let me hear it. If they don't have Elliot, I'm going to
2: say they go around 8 and 8. Okay. With Elliot, I'll give them 10 and 6.
0: Okay. Playoffs, a 10 and 6. Wild card. Yeah, I I I see. Alright, cop <laughs> I'll do the same thing as Smoot. With without Elliott, I'll
1: start with. I see him at seven and nine at best eight and eight. Um, with Zeke, best eleven and five. I think still like the
0: Dallas Cowboys. So that would win them an NFC East title in your mind, maybe?
1: No. Okay. Um there's still a team in that division that is very good. Um and added a ton of talent and is very deep. Um, I think they're more complete than the Cowboys coming into this year, um, but I eleven and five at best with Zeke. Yes, wild card though. Okay, I'm
0: but, gonna I'm gonna say I think the Dallas Cowboys this year are gonna be a nine and seven team, regardless of how these situations work out. They face a little bit of a stiffer schedule this year. I think that I don't. I'm thinking nine and seven, and whether that gets them in or not. We've seen teams get in at nine and seven. We've seen them miss at ten and t- or nine and seven. So tough to say. Um, at the time, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys will not make the playoffs this year. Okay. And I think Jason Garrett will finally be fired.
1: Don't you know what? That's what I wanted to ask you. Is this a make it or break it year for Dad?
0: For uh, Jason Garrett, make I it have, or break it. I have to say yes, but it wouldn't surprise me if they went four and twelve when he kept his job. Smooth. He's got naked pictures of Jerry Jones somewhere.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. They they went through so much. Like, it's time. I know they're ready to win. So, if they, they don't have a good year, I, changes are coming from Coach. I don't think it's a it or
1: breaking year. I think Jerry Jones is in love with Jason Garrett. And no matter what the record is, I think he'll still stay the head coach. All right, Despite well, there should be a change if they don't make the playoffs this year.
0: All right, well, you heard it first, guys. Thank you for listening to the Dallas Cowboys podcast. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow.